welcome to the first episode of the Script to Screen podcast with your host Patrick Latham. Being the first episode, we saw it fitting to have this be about the script writing part of a production. I'm joined by special guest Dakota Rain to walk us through the process of a script from writing to the final production. So what do you know about script development? Like, what is it about? Well, there's two places it can start, really. It can start from both the commissioning of a script or the actual writing of a script, whichever comes first. Because in different situations, a scriptwriter could be commissioned to write a script for a certain thing or project, or the script could have already been written and then picked up for the project. But after the writer is chosen, commissioned, or the script is just uh, bought out by the production company, it'll first go through a script reader who will judge it on its worth and how well it would fit in with what the company is trying to uh, make with this project and go through with. These script readers are usually not employed by the company and and are most likely just freelance going from project to project. It then goes, if approved by the reader, through a script editor who is the main contact point between the script writer and the production crew. And it is up to this editor to try and compromise between the two parties if there's any disagreements that come up between the director and writer, uh, trying to keep them both satisfied with how the project and script is being handled. Okay, so you mentioned the script editor being the middleman for the writer and the director. But that would be more if the movie was being made, wouldn't it? Yeah, the script editor only acts as a middleman between these two parties in the event in which the writer's script is being uh, developed and adapted into a film production or TV episode. So with development and commissioning, there's no guarantee that it would get made? Uh, Absolutely not. The highest chance of a script that is uh, or will be made is if you are commissioned directly. But a lot of uh, companies like to purchase the rights of a script if it's already written just to prevent other production companies from not also buying that script and actually making it so a company will buy a script just to deny uh, a rival company from buying the script themselves making it and earning profit that way like you said about the two ways of starting a script like the script might have already been written or pitched and then goes into development so rewrites different drafts things like that And that's obviously where the payments would come in, yeah? Speaking of which, what do you know about the legal and financial aspects of that process? In terms of being paid, a percentage of the production's budget is allocated for the writer and commissioning or purchase of a script. But commissioning is slightly different as the buyer and writer are entering a legal contract where, for example, the buyer is paying for a treatment and two drafts of a script. The writer would receive half of the payment in advance and then the rest on completion. But even then, more drafts might be required. So the writer is paid during uh, different stages of the script writing process. In terms of future projects, the writer will receive royalties for any subsequent story that is based in the world that they have originally created this IP, even if they have no input on it. Uh, This includes sequels and spin-offs. Uh, this payment will be percentage-based on the budget of this potential uh, sequel or spin-off, rather than a flat amount. But the company 
which bought the script originally from the writer, then actually owns uh, that IP, that story, that universe. So that writer couldn't continue the story in an official sense without the go-ahead from the buyer or commissioner of the script. What about the relationship between the writer and these different organizations then? You know, commissioning bodies. How does a writer get their work to them? How does a production organization, the BFI, independent companies, whoever it is, know about these certain writers? What's the relationship there? The relationship between a scriptwriter and these uh, different organizations, commissioning bodies, is almost entirely based on the scriptwriter having an agent which can represent them and essentially get them work from these different organizations like the BFI or just any other independent companies. The agent is essentially in charge of letting these companies know that this writer that they are client of is available for work and can be uh, hired or commissioned for a script for whatever project that they are working on, which allows the agent to have a lot of power over when the uh, the writer can get work and also what type of work they do get. Yeah, that's a good point. An agent does have a lot of power, don't they? Yeah, they they do. Like even if it's work that you might not specialize in or even one, if it's work that you need to have then they will essentially put you out there. Like for example, if a company is more specialized in producing comedies they will be looking for a writer with comedic talents and able to write jokes uh, into their work so an agent could essentially get you a job for writing comedy even if comedy isn't your strongest suit but it might work out for the production company in the end what about different types of opportunities for a writer then You've mentioned that someone might be looking for a scriptwriter that can write comedy in particular. Are there like certain opportunities out there for someone like that? In terms of opportunities for more specific uh, writing like that, there are plenty of uh, writing competitions which specialize in certain types of writing. So there could be a writing competition about comedy. There could be one about uh, horror. There could be one are only accepting scripts from a certain demographic. So there could be a competition which is uh, teens only for trying to get a start in the world of writing. Also from these writing competitions, these are a good way of acquiring an agent, especially if it is more of a film festival rather than just a, a writing festival. Because you know, of course, with a film festival, you'll be able to see the full product at the end. And agents are always looking for new talent they can sign and be a client of and could represent in getting work as they themselves get paid uh, more on how many clients they can get work as they get a percentage base payment from those clients. So getting an agent is a big deal then in getting terms of work and stuff related to that. Oh, getting an agent is nearly essential to make connections and network with other companies and even just other writers who then can also recommend you to production companies if they are already working with a company that is looking for a writer. But overall, and getting an agent is a 
uh, big deals that then opens up plenty of different doors and ways to progress in the industry. Well, talk to me about your knowledge of spec scripts. What is a speculative script? A spec script is a speculative script. It refers to like a script that a writer has made not because they've been commissioned for it, but just because they think it's a good idea or they just want to write a script. You know, Essentially, it's a, it's a script that's been made for fun. This script can then you know, be auctioned off to a buyer or just outright bought from different companies if that is something that they want to do with it. So with this script that you just made, can you send it to the production companies for work? Or how does that whole relationship form? Well, like I've said, the relationship is more likely to form through an agent more than anything else. But there are some companies, uh, some production companies, which do allow uh, scripts just to be sent in, in like you know, for a chance to be picked up as a full production. This is known as unsolicited work, unsolicited material, and a lot of production companies don't allow this uh, because of legal fears. Because if a unsolicited script is let in, and then the company goes on to make a production which is similar, which has like similar story beats or aspects to this script, but it has been denied and essentially rejected, the scriptwriter then has the possibility to fight a legal battle against this production company over infringement of copyright even though there might not even be any copying going on. So a lot of production companies don't allow the submission of unsolicited material for that reason. The production company Red only recently disallowed unsolicited material to be uh, submitted to them, although I'm not sure why. But you mentioned earlier about being a script reader. Tell me more about that, because that's a way in, isn't it? That'd be a way to develop a relationship. Being employed as a script reader for a company is absolutely a good way to start a relationship with that company, especially if you have plans to become a script writer and be on the other side of this sort of two-way thing a script writer and script reader have going on. There's also other ways, of course, that being a script reader helps you in becoming a script writer as you can pick up on different terms and aspects of scripts that companies are more likely to reject than uh, accept. So a, a, co a production company, for example, is always there to make a profit at the end of the day with a production, obviously. So they won't, need, they won't want to take too many unnecessary risks in a story if it's not guaranteed to you know, make a profit at the end of the day, at the end of the production. So you being a script reader is a good way of sort of judging how well your own scripts could do if you were on the other side of this. But also being a script reader for a company can show the company that you know what this company uh, you know is typically looking for in a script. You can sort of develop a trust there where if you then do decide to become a writer, uh, that company already knows you and knows that you know what they want and a quicker relationship could form there without the need of an agent. So if you were, though, somebody who's left a university course and wanted to be a script writer, 
is becoming a script reader more a stepping stone? Or what do you think of that? Uh, like I said, become, uh, becoming a script reader is a good stepping stone or starting point for becoming a script writer. As, you know, like, like I said, it gives you a lot of good examples of what companies are looking for and what they like to avoid in terms of story, you know, points or aspects. And when we were talking about the market for movies and television scripts, you said that a certain company might be making certain content. They might have trends for making a lot of horror or something related to that. For example, Netflix makes a lot of teen films, along with rom-coms and stuff. They obviously buy a lot of other stuff, but their original movies, a lot of it is along those lines. What else would you say is in the market for scripts? If I, if I said to you I wanted to be a script writer and you were advertising me, what could I be a script writer for? The easiest way to do it, well, starting off, would be just finding out which genre or type of script you're most comfortable with and writing maybe one or two draft scripts and then comparing them. But instead of going straight to a company which uh, does allow unsolicited material or scripts, uh, seek out competitions and submit them there and see what feedback you get. And I'd say just keep doing that until you're comfortable with writing scripts in that way or in that genre or until you get a high enough rank in one of these competitions like the top three or even first place to know you're good enough to start taking commissions from companies like even if it's just like a small production company that is based solely on a video sharing website like youtube and would you say movie tv What's more content being made in? For a scriptwriter, where's the best opportunities? The different opportunities and potential success of them are completely based on where you are. So, for example, in the UK, there is no real film industry, nothing that can compare to the American Hollywood, for example. Uh, a lot of films are more uh, gritty, dark, you know, more based in well, real life, like social realism. There are no big action you know, blockbusters uh, being made solely in the UK. So if based on more of the, what's, what's seen as professional, which, is, which would be like film, TV, radio, or even theatre, I'd say the, uh, the, well, the best opportunity would be trying to work for a TV show, being a writer on that rather than a writer for a smaller movie or film in the UK you know or being a writer for this you know TV show could be more successful than being a writer than for a radio show or a theater play and also a TV show that might run for 10 years have hundreds of episodes written by different people aren't they so there's naturally more jobs there uh, yeah there is naturally more jobs in tv especially be because f1 program could run for however many years and could be written by hundreds of different people you know be and also being a reoccurring writer that'd be beneficial there other media formats that people can write for you mentioned that movies are an option or someone could write an independent movie are there any other media formats you know of uh, yeah, like I said, the 
two other biggest industries which involves script writing, like film and TV, are radio and theatre plays. Although these can be a, like, you know, different, or even very different in tone to how a normal script for a film or TV would play out. So, for example, for a radio, it's purely audio. So you wouldn't have to really, in a script, you'd have to write what, you know, where the, where the people are at, uh, what time of day it is. But with a radio drama, which is completely audio, you'll have to make that apparent through either writing in ambient noise, which happens, or the characters making a direct reference to the fact that it's night or any different time. Theatre plays, well, they can be even more different. I have no experience writing for theatre, but having you know visited and seen different plays, they are in a vastly different tone than watching a film or TV show, especially with how you know some more of the uh, theatre plays which are directed to a younger audience sort of rely on the audience to give input of their own and also with the fact that it is live and not you know edited and just played in front of an audience but all the actors are there doing their part live in front of a large audience but I wouldn't downplay both of these media as they are evidently successful but I wouldn't say it's easy to go from uh, writing for a TV show or film to writing for one of these two or vice versa but I do think it is a opportunity you know a different style to see if you're more comfortable writing for one of those rather than your average film or TV programme.